computer. Okay, so welcome everyone. So Naturally Healthy Club week 13 this week and so we're at the halfway mark. We're tipping over into the, the second half of the program and we had a change of plan. So originally this week was going to be the power of reviews and uh Yes, we are. We'll, we'll, I've decided just based on what happened on the morning call is we're going to actually do that next week because we got into coaching on the on the call this morning and we we didn't really get a lot of time for reviewing and doing our progress quiz. So I want to give that the time that it deserves. So we'll do that next week. And so what I thought I would do instead is that we'll turn this into a coaching call. So. Um, there's actually been some really great coaching that's been happening in the group. So um, I'd really like to go through, particularly if there was some good coaching from the family. So we'll go through that that today. But if anyone who's on the call wants coaching as well, that would be amazing. I'm with here and we'll see you great. Um, and just before we dive in to, to this, I just wanted to share something that I find really helpful when I'm in coaching containers and when I'm turning up to live calls or when I'm even listening to replays is just to think about, okay, what it, get really clear in my mind about what is it that I need help with? Like what, what area am, am I struggling with? And then like set an intention that I'm going to get what I need to help me move forward or to resolve that, that issue and help me move forward from the call. And I don't need to know how it's going to happen, but I'll just trust that it's going to come to me. I'm going to have that inspiration. And when I set, do this, when I set that intention, like nine times out of 10, I'll come away going, oh yeah, okay, this is, I'll have that clarity. I'll have that, that clarity about where I need to, to focus next. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to start with this call is just a reminder to everyone like not to get discouraged when someone posts in the group that they've had a win and they're or that they've had a weight win or they've hit a goal and you're feeling like, oh, I'm not achieving my goals. <laughs> like that's of course like we we compare ourselves to other people. That's completely normal. But I just wanted to again coach everyone and just remind ourselves about our human brains. And of course we feel like, oh, like then we can go into this story of how oh, everyone else is like making amazing progress in the naturally healthy club. And I'm the only one who's not, which is never true. Right. Um, but it's, and notice how that feels. Like it doesn't feel very empowering when you, when you're thinking that. So what I want you to do is just notice if, if your brain does go to that place and pause and coach yourself <laughs> in that moment and go, hang on, this isn't helpful. Like comparing myself and, and just, it's called, my coach calls it compare and despair. So we don't want to just compare and despair, but what we want, what do want to do is uh, when someone posts a win and or posts that they've achieved a goal or posts it, something, use that as evidence, go to look at brain. This, these people are following the exact same process that I'm being exposed to it's working for them. Use it as evidence that the process works and 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 feel motivated by someone else's wins rather than letting yourself go into the, the demotivated place. Uh, and I, I know I actually realized this week that I'd forgotten to mention with to you guys in this in this current group that normally in the um in the group we don't I don't I encourage you to just keep your like your weight goals and your weight or yeah, 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 like the numbers to yourself. So um, I'm happy to talk about, achieve, I achieved my goal, but just like, um, yeah, just don't, it's probably, I think, I think it's better for the group to like, for that, I want it to be like the biggest loser where it's all about like uh, number, number, numbers. I want it to be that to be more of a private thing. And yeah, so just like, if you are sharing a win, say I hit my goal, but you don't need to say I've lost 20 pounds like it like if you do do that great like I'm, it's not like it's wrong and if you have done that in the past like you haven't done anything wrong because I didn't say to do that or not to do that but I just think moving forward as a group it's more helpful to not talk about numbers and to just talk about general generalities so that we avoid the compare and despair thing and so we don't feel like the biggest loser <laughs> so that we yeah feel like the naturally healthy club instead Okay, and so our plan for today, our new plan for today that changed is, um, and actually I also wanted to thank, so there was someone who was on the early call this morning who messaged me to give me feedback on 
uh, on how the calls are being run and about me running out of time and which I've done on the last couple of calls. And I so appreciated that she did that. So it, cause it was like, yeah, I'm not feeling good about this either. And to have someone in the group go, Hey Jules, this doesn't feel good to me. I was like, brilliant. Like now I'm like, of course I was going to do something about it anyway, but to have that feedback is so helpful. So just shout out to the person who did that. I really appreciate it. But also for you, um, the rest of, for everyone else, if you notice something that doesn't feel good about my coaching style or something that I'm doing, I've had people, uh, uh, here I am saying, ah, uh, like comment about giving, give me like any negative, like negative feedback, any constructive criticism, feedback, I'm all for it. Like I want to be, I am the best health coach in the world, but I want to be even better. And so for me, in, in order for me to get there, having feedback from you guys is is really helpful. Like it really makes a big difference. So please, please, uh, please share. So, and yeah, you can just message me privately uh, in in circle if you do have some, some feedback that you, or an, or an idea that you go, oh, this is okay, but it could be better. Like I'm totally all for those. Like I am definitely not perfect and I'm always striving to improve. And I review things myself, but getting feedback from other people is is, is very helpful too. Okay, so plan for today, our new plan for today is that we're going to be coaching, talking about coaching, um, is I'll, I'll go through our philosophy and then we'll recap our an NHC process because we want to keep those at the forefront of our minds. I've got a little bit of news to share. And then I will do a recap of last week's uh, uh, last week's call where we spoke about your appetite. And then I'm going to open it up for tiny wins and coaching. And if no one on the call has coaching that they need today, or if we get time, then I'm going to go through some coaching that I gave to my family in the in the group because it was real. I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with and it'll be really helpful for other people to, to come across that. So uh, that is our plan. Okay. So naturally healthy club philosophy. I'm way more, I am, <laughs> I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food tomorrow, in my future, now and always. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. And then our Naturally Healthy Club process, so there's four parts to our process. So and the way we remember it is L-I-T-E. So L is for listening to our bodies or listening to our tummies. And the thought that goes with that is overeating isn't worth it. And the habit that goes with that is is like is listening to our bodies when we're eating and leaving food behind if that makes sense for us to leave food behind or serving ourselves less if that if that makes more sense to you and the the challenge that we were doing around that is the tummy challenge then we've got and really this is a skill like listening to our bodies is a skill that we are relearning and that we used to have when we were little then we've got I for making intentional choices. And the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go? And the habit that goes along with it is our daily practice, but also bringing that question into the, like into all your interactions with food. So be, just having that pause before you sit down to eat dinner, like, how do I want this to go? Oh yeah, I want to listen to my body. I want to feel good. Or if you're walking into the kitchen to start baking uh, meringues like I did the other day I uh, on Sunday I asked myself like how do I want this to go like do I want to be like licking all the meringue mix the sugary egg whitey goodness or do I want to make meringues without licking anything and bake them and not be picking and cooking and then and enjoy, enjoy a meringue later actually I didn't I have a meringue because I made them for the boys and I wasn't really I wanted I wanted ice cream instead uh, but yeah asking that question how do I want this to go is really brings that intentionality into the moment and yes so that's our the second part of our process and if you haven't completed the daily practice challenge like that's still there like so building that that daily practice building that habit of 
just taking a couple of minutes every day to think through your day and uh, like ask yourself how you want the day to go is so is so powerful so if you haven't got that habit going I'd really encourage you to do that uh, and as I mentioned on the earlier call, I actually had missed that a heap of people had posted that they'd completed the daily practice challenge way back when they did it. And um, I didn't see that. And so, and Caroline had missed it as well. So we hadn't sent prizes to to the people who had done that. So apologies and prizes are on the way. Caroline will be in touch to get addresses, but also there's a prize for everyone for completing any challenge and all you need to do is post in the group. So if you have posted that you've completed a challenge and Caroline hasn't contacted you within a couple of weeks, then please let us know so that um, we can make sure that you get the prize because um, sometimes there is a lot of activity in Circle and it, we do miss things. Uh, yes, so yeah, the, and so yeah, when you complete the any challenge, post in the group so you can get your prize. You get something sent in the mail. It's, they're really fun. There's different things. Uh, okay, and then we've got, so that's making intentional choices. Then we've got T for tracking. And the thought that goes along with that is, yes, I weigh XXX, whatever I weigh, and it's okay because we want to be accepting ourselves where we are right now. So it's, that's a really important part and not beating ourselves up and not being mean to ourselves when we're weighing ourselves. Like it's not meant to be a torturous experience. It's meant to be uh, like a, an opportunity to build that that self-trust to build that kind relationship with ourselves and the habit of course that goes along with tracking is weighing ourselves um, every day and actually I mentioned to the group this morning so I've been experimenting with uh weight I've been using a different app normally I just use the Fitbit like it's automatically on my scales and I noticed that I was hardly paying attention to it at all it's like I was jumping on jumping off moving on and not really thinking about it and my weight had been it was like in at the upper end of where I like it to be and I was feeling a bit pudgy so I was like right I'm going to pay more attention to this so I downloaded the happy scales app and I've been actually entering like you looking at that in pounds instead of like normally I'm way with kilos and it's really good to do that like to use different units because it just I've like got no frame of reference with it. So I feel really neutral about any of the numbers. Um, so if you are like getting into that place where it's feeling a bit like you're weighing yourself every day and it's feeling a bit like you, it's hard for you to, to be accepting and neutral with it, I'd recommend just experimenting with using different units and seeing how, seeing how that goes. Like it just, and bringing some fun into it. Like remembering that it's not meant to be torturous. And like, if it is going to, if you know that you've had a, day where you've overeaten the day before like bringing that like curiosity and bringing a bit of playfulness into it like it's not meant to be this big heavy serious thing like it's just a number on the scale um so yeah like and getting curious like, oh I wonder what how I wonder what it's going to be like um can be really helpful and then we have our e for enjoyment and the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush and the habit that goes along with that is just putting our cutlery down in between bites, just slowing down, taking our time, enjoying it, and, um, and yeah, just really savoring whatever it is that we're eating. And I had lunch yesterday with, I mentioned this on the earlier call, with one of the members from the Staying Naturally Healthy group who lives in Mexico and she was visiting Australia. Like she came to my town and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to take you out for lunch. It was so fun. So yes, if you are ever planning to come to Canberra, let me know and I would love to have lunch with you. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was really great, but she was talking, she was reminding me of how she found the Naturally Healthy Club was through a friend of hers who had lost a heap of weight and she commented on it and a friend was like oh yeah I'm just doing this thing it's amazing like I get to eat cream I get to eat nuts I get to eat all the things I love and my weight's like you know coming like my weight's just like where I want it to be as well she's like it's magic <laughs> um and so yeah I was just remembering and I think it's important for us in the Naturally Healthy Club to remember like how lucky we are and how fun and different this approach is to having that healthy relationship with food and our weight and really focusing on enjoyment. It's not just that we're playing a lip service to it. Like this is an integral part of being a naturally healthy person is that we get to enjoy our food. And I was just like, just like my heart was filled with joy yesterday when I was thinking about that. That's so, it's so radical and it's so different to so like what so many other people are experiencing in their relationship with food. Like they, like we're not, like people do some crazy stuff in terms of restriction and rules and 
weighing stuff and counting stuff and like we're not doing any of that like I'm get what I'm getting you guys to do make some intentional choices you know listen to your body and enjoy what you're eating I was like it's it's so good we are so lucky to have this group and to be part of this so uh yes just just a reminder that whenever you are feeling like oh I'm not making my my, like my weight's not tracking it where I want it to be and I'm not making as much progress as I wanted to be like when your brain gets into that mindset just remind yourself yeah and you get to enjoy like you're enjoying food probably more than you ever have in your life (laughs) like let's let's celebrate that's a huge thing to um to have that accomplishment uh, yeah, so that's our process. Uh, so yeah, news this week. Uh, we've got some pop-up coaching calls coming. There's one on Thursday slash Friday this week, depending on where you are in the world, and then another one um, next week. That's at it's on uh, Monday night, Monday evening Australian time, which is morning time for UK and Europe and middle of the night for the US so just having a few different calls so for those of you that can't attend these regular live calls get to give you an opportunity to come and we can just play and have some coaching so I'll re- I will record them but if you so if you can turn up great if you can't no dramas as well and I, I will have more of these as we go go along because it, it can be fun to uh yeah I like to have that opportunity to focus on coaching for those that can't normally attend live calls and the so the details of those I've just popped them in circle and it's just the same all, all the calls are the same zoom link so you don't need to any any zoom link you just need to turn up at the same time and, and use it and the other news in like late January slash early February I'm going to be running a cooking challenge so for those of you that don't feel like you're um you know feeling really good about the cooking and like it's a bit of a struggle for you just note, note to yourself that that challenge is coming in January uh, it's going to be really fun. Or even if you are in a good place with cooking and you just want to experiment with like trying new things and simplifying even more and um, some radical simplicity, then then yeah, post that in the in your um, in your brain that that that's coming in at the end of January, so twenty one days. And then other news, I posted the week prize this week. Uh, two prizes, one for Tanya who'd shared life happens and she shared some stuff that had been going on with her and then she said nhc is definitely working for me i quickly and easily passed the weight goal um, that i had had for the last few years and then the one from uh, um the last the few years before that so she's like achieving goals which is amazing and then she said now i'm not fussed about my weight anymore i'm like she's she's at this place where she's really happy but i do want to lower my fat percentage which is abnormally high i have a muscle disease but that only partially explains it because it's got much higher in recent years anyway i'm down four fat percentage points one more to go and then i'll be in the normal range for my age and then three more to go to get where i think i should be my weight has been fairly steadily decreasing since starting nhc in september but there are um and then she posted a chart which was cool to see like how she could said you know how you can see how jerky it is from day to day but overall the the trend is is going down so i wanted to celebrate tanya for meeting achieving those goals like it's a big thing to achieve to achieve a goal um um oh okay am i happy app scale app they don't have an android version um okay Oh, that's annoying. Hey, developers should just do both <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> that's what I did for my app. But anyway, and so if anyone does have a, another app re- recommendation, I'm sure there, there, there are good ones out there. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, and then the other news, uh, other post of the week went to Mafanwi, who'd shared looking for evidence. And she said, I'm going to actively look for evidence that I am becoming a thin person. This afternoon, I did not get a Snickers bar because I had a huge cookie at lunch and I wasn't in the slightest bit hungry. She said, some of these bits of evidence might be a bit weak, but I'm looking. So first of all, celebrate my family. I wanted to celebrate my family for, Pete for reaching out for coaching this week. And we'll go through that coaching in um, when we get to the coaching section, but also celebrating my family for looking for this evidence. And for all of us, when we're particularly when we're struggling, looking for the evidence, because there's always something that we are doing that works what is 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 working well. There are always little little things like little decisions that we're making that are 
us being in line with ourselves. But we, if our brain's in the story of how we're struggling and it's not working, and then we can easily skip over those. So that that's why I that's why one of the things I'm getting you guys to do is share a tiny win every week because we want to be looking for this evidence. Because when you see it, you go, oh, actually, and it changes your whole how you're feeling about everything. And it just makes it feel so much easier when you go, oh yeah, actually, I like I did that. That was good. And and then you're more likely to do it again. So just and so this is actually Nathaniel said this bit of evidence might be weak, but it's actually really strong. Like she had an urge to have the Snickers bar and she coached herself in that moment and went, hang on, I'm not really hungry. I had a cookie at lunchtime. Do I really need this? Like, I know what Snickers bars taste like. And she coached herself in that moment. And so it's all, and the thing about being naturally healthy, it's just these little moments of making those intentional choices like that's what adds up to us being naturally healthy and not being naturally or like and having that healthy relationship with food and being in our ideal weight or not. And so the more you do these, these, the more you notice these, the more you'll do them and then the easier everything becomes. So just making those intentional choices is huge. Okay, so yeah, celebrating my family for that and we'll hear more from the family in a second. And then, so we'll recap now on last week's lesson. So last week we spoke about your appetite and what that is, is just the amount of food that your body needs. And how, and of course, the way your body signals that is how hungry you are on any given day. And why this is important is because it, like we had this amazing natural, natural system to regulate and get like a I get the right amount of food that to match our food intake with what we need and so this is this is like understanding this is really a essential part of being naturally healthy because understanding it helps get our brains on board with the, the listening listening to our bodies so the thing with our appetites that of course it naturally ebbs and flows from day to day, day. like we aren't robots who need xx you know 2000 i don't know i can't remember what the numbers are but 14 100,000, no whatever calories per day like it some days we'll need more and some days we'll need less and so that we last week we went through the things that cause appetite to increase and decrease so it's like your um so first of all <laughs> the messy one so diarrhea like if you've got diarrhea you're that makes you hungrier because your body hasn't absorbed as many nutrients from the food that you're eating. And the opposite happens with constipation. Then your gut microbiome can play into that. And our gut microbiomes are changing. Like they've got a circadian rhythm and they changed based on, they change based on stress. They change based on activity level. It changes based on the types of food that you're eating. Uh, and so the way gut microbiome impacts the appetite is that so, so there's certain microbes that can actually absorb more nutrients from the food and make it available to our bodies. And if you have them, then you're being more efficient and you're getting more, more nutrition out of everything that you're eating. Whereas if you don't have them, you're not getting as much nutrition out of what you're eating. And so your body, your, your body will be hungrier. Whereas if you're getting more out of what you have eaten, your body will be less hungry. And then there's like proteins. So that impacts our appetite in that if we're, because our bodies can't really store protein. We do store some in a muscle, but it's not readily available. So if our bodies don't get the protein that we need, even if we've filled up, our, we've had enough calories, if our protein is level isn't high enough, we can our bodies, our appetite will still be hungry because it'll be looking for that protein to, to meet that protein requirement. So getting enough protein is essential to turn, like to, to, to keep that to turn on like your satisfied feeling. So if you're not getting enough, that makes you hungrier. And if you are getting enough, then that can that can satisfy you. Um, of course, the amount of food that you had on the previous meal or the previous day, that impacts your appetite the next day, which is like, it's so cool because like, it, it naturally balances out that if you have a really big feast on one day, you're not, you'll, if you tune in, you'll notice, actually, I'm not really that hungry today. Like, um, so that's that's like a, a cool cool system to, that that can, is in place and that naturally balances out overeating sessions. Uh, 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 what else have we got here? Uh, carbohydrate can implant, influence and your insulin sensitivity. So having 
um, if your blood sugar control isn't isn't great, then that can actually um, that can make you like eating carbs can make you hungrier. Whereas if your blood sugar control is under control, that can that can also like decrease your appetite. Uh, poor sleep because so if, you, if you're not getting good sleep when you're when we're awake our bodies just use more energy to stay alive than when we're asleep so if you're awake for three hours in the middle of the night you've actually used more energy than you would have if you'd been asleep for three hours so you naturally will be feeling hungrier uh, physical activity of course no need to explain that grow growing bodies it's another one so like you'll notice in kids that their appetite can be hugely variable because they have like their growth isn't linear like they have growth spurts and so sometimes they'll be like you know eating so much compared to like a normal day and then other days they, they won't be needing so much so i think it's important to understand that if you are around children so that you can just like don't worry if they they're not really hungry and they're not really eating much on one day because their bodies know and they their body will make sure it gets what it needs uh, body composition makes a difference as well so the more muscle you have in relation in proportion and the muscle requires more energy just to to, to exist um, whereas if you've got if your body's got more fat stores on it it like you can, you can be the same weight but you'll it'll make you less hungry because you're not requiring it fat stores don't take a lot of energy to maintain uh weather can have an impact on appetite so you'll notice like when it's cold out and you'll be hungrier and when it's hot and you're in like you're in the tropics like and you're like in sweating you're like you're naturally your appetite is less um and to, that's to do with like just body, um, how much energy your body's using to maintain your, like for homeostasis, to maintain your body temperature. There's stress and that's an interesting one. So some people, it stress makes them more hungry, other people less. Negative emotion, that can make, if you have that history of overeating and soothing yourself with foods, a negative emotion can make, it's, it's, it make, increases your desire for food. Um, and make you feel hungrier uh the hormones of course can play into it as well and medical conditions so they're all the things so this is hugely complicated and like if we're trying to micromanage it with our brains like it's really hard whereas if we just let our bodies do their thing and balance all these things out like they're designed to then life is so much easier um and yeah, and then we also last week we did um, a plan for Thanksgiving, so we'll do another one of those be before Christmas. Uh, yeah, so that that was our, our lesson from last week. And the other thing that we covered last week is just that reminder that that all this, this being said, like listening to our bodies is important, but it's okay to eat when you're not hungry. Like it's, I, and I, I really believe that for most of us, just the way we uh, we live our lives, it's better to like give our bodies the opportunity to eat in a like a regular rhythm in that to have that circadian rhythm going rather than being always what, trying to wait until we're hungry and then like everyone else has eaten we haven't and just like the coordination of that is really tricky so I think it's better to eat at, at regular times but knowing that if we're listening to our bodies we'll adjust the quantity if we're not super hungry at that meal we'll naturally eat less at that meal if we're listening to our body and so it's not going to be a problem like at all that'll get us back in balance and so then for the next meal we probably will be hungry like and that's the best way to to handle that okay so did anyone have any questions or any thoughts on that before we um move on to the coaching section of today's class anything you want to share with the group no we're good okay amazing Jill, are you on meeting? No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. So then we're into the tiny win section. So, <laughs> so um, Emma, thank you for, you shared, shared a tiny win on this morning too. And I want to share a tiny win, like celebrating Emma turning up to two calls in a week and she can see how different they are. <laughs> um, yeah. Amazing. Okay. And so does anyone else have a tiny win you'd like to share with the group? You can post in the chat or unmute if you want to unmute. Leslie, I'm keen, keen to hear how you've been getting on with your setting your daily practice habit. Hi there. Hey, I Leslie. did my daily practice every day this week. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> seven out of seven. Right. Seven out of seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. 
And Tom said, tell me what time of day was that, Leslie? Um, mostly morning, but it varied a little bit, but mostly morning. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So you had a few different times and that worked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, was, I made it easy as easy as I could. And, uh, I was laughing because I think on one call, someone was saying they just made it really easy and they just marked down on a yellow pad. Yeah. That was my car. Yeah. They were doing. And, um, I just, instead of printing the, the chart, I just drew a grid of seven, you know, 14 boxes and put it right in my journal. So it was even easy. I was like, no, nothing has to be perfect. Printed. Quick and easy. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And so what was the thing that really helped you, do you think, to do that? Because you've been struggling with this for ages. Um, just telling people that I wanted to do this and right. saying it out. And then you telling me you probably could do that. And I, I've been breaking it down to make like a thousand easy ways to do it, but I did it. So. And this time you did it. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And were there any days where you were like tempted to like skip over it and not do it, Leslie? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Excellent. And so how yeah. did you coach yourself mm -hmm. in those moments? I just opened up the book and wrote like three words and shut it. And that was that. I was just like, I have to do this. So that's it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And do you feel like you, do you feel good like moving forward to continue? I think I'm going to continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a bit of hesitation there. Was like... Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I'm still trying to uh, just do it a little bit more thoughtfully. So if I'm in a hurry, I need to still slow down. I think I can still hone it. I'm not saying it has to be better or perfect. I just feel like I still need to kind of slow down. That's my biggest thing. So hopefully the writing tethers me to slowing down. But um, And if it doesn't, I still know that I recognize that that's sort of the bigger picture in a way. Yeah, cool. And seeing it as a, that practice, this is a practice for me to, to, like this is a concrete thing that I'm doing to help myself slow down. Mm -hmm, right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, Leslie. This is huge. Like, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you let yourself feel good about it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So next week, Leslie knows what she's going to do. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Great. Melissa, Sheila, did you guys have anything you wanted to share with the group in terms of tiny wins? Must be something. Come on. Jules, something you said reminded me, just something you said earlier tonight um, reminded me. And I haven't used my food scale in over a year and a half. And I used to be married to that thing. I used to weigh <laughs> and measure every single portion size. And I, that thing is in a drawer now. And it's been in a drawer for over a year. I haven't used it. I don't need it anymore because of because I'm learning to trust myself to be naturally healthy. So yeah. I had that aha moment from something you said earlier today or yeah. earlier this evening. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So Sheila. liberating. Yeah. So you not so you in this food scale, you is it in there going, Oh Sheila, I miss those good old days of getting a divorce from Rachel? <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> dodgy dodgy boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's, anyway, it feels that's a good huge one to, to be... celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good not to be tethered to that thing anyway. Yeah, Thank you. So great, <laughs> Sheila. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Melissa, what about you? What's have you got anything you could share with um, Sure. Uh thanks, Jules. Um I think uh, uh maybe just a tiny one today is that I'm like here and um Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, I was with my brother and my sister-in-law over the week for Thanksgiving. Um and they live like we we're very close, but um we're also very, very different. Uh, and I can be like very, um, intensely perfectionistic when it comes to food, um, and controlling what I eat and they're the complete opposite. And so I found myself like, even though like I had, I had my plan and I was eating pretty well, I found myself like 
angry a lot of the week that like, why, why can't I just be like that? And, uh, and then like acting out like in small ways, like, um, you know, I didn't go crazy and eat everything, but I definitely ate stuff that I like, I didn't want to eat. And it was, it was out of like, um, well, like I should be able to do something to like, I should be able to eat what I want to whenever I want. And it, like, there's this like inner child, like, uh, yeah, you're in a you child. <laughs> yeah. Having a bit yeah. of a tantrum. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure how to like part of me being part of this group is that I want to be able to travel and like be with family and, um, still feel like some peace around food. And I just was missing the peace this week. Um, so, but I'm, but I'm here and I'm, you know, still willing to learn and work on it. So, yeah. yeah. So that thought of like, I should be, why can't I, like, I should be able to just eat what I want when I want. Yeah. Like, why, yeah. Like, why do I have to try so hard when, you know, they're really unhealthy. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're, it's not like they're healthy people. They're probably both going to have heart attacks like really early on in life um, from what they do to their bodies. But, um, you know, at the same time, like there's this, uh, well, you know, why do I even bother with what I'm doing? Um, so, right. Yeah. yeah. And of course, like, so you can have some compassion for yourself. Like, like, of course, that thought comes off. Yeah. But this is actually, this is a really great thing to um, to uncover, Melissa, like, and to have that awareness around it. Yeah. But it's like, the cool thing is, like, just, like, let's just do a thought experiment. Like, do you really want to be like them? I know. And I also think life would be a lot easier if I just like, didn't care, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I so don't want to be unhealthy. Yeah. So you want to be healthy. You want to be healthy and you, and you care about that. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to feel more relaxed about what you're eating. Yes. So there's yeah. a part of what they, they're doing that you want, but there's, there's a big part that you don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that ease. I want that ease. And yeah. that like I don't I like I feel like I think about it way more than most people and it takes up my brain space and um my like you know my my willpower like it sucks that out of me too. <laughs> so um it, but I also want to feel healthy and like comfortable in my body. Um, and that wouldn't, I wouldn't be that way if I ate the way they did. Yeah, that's right. So at the moment, your brain, your body, your brain's kind of going, okay, like there's, there's this, like I'd be either, I'm either com completely controlling and healthy or I'm completely, or I'm, or I'm like my brother and I'm like completely free, free, but unhealthy. And neither of those feel good. Hey, <laughs> exactly. So we want to find the middle ground. Yeah. Like, cause the thing is that there's a third option where you, and, and that's like what the naturally healthy club is all about where you like, yes, you're intentional. So you do think about it sometimes, like there is some thought that goes into it, but it's, but it's, you're making it easy for yourself to, to make those choices. So it doesn't have to be all about willpower. Yeah. yeah. And have, have the, like so far, like in the, like in the, since you've been in the Naturally Healthy Club, have there been times where you felt that ease? Like, have there been times where it's, it's. Yeah. Um, I've had meals um, where I'm like, I just, I don't need like those last two pieces of whatever. I don't, you know, like, and I, it's not really that hard for me to say like, how do I want this to go? Well, I actually don't, I'll feel gross if I eat that. So and then not eating it so that you know that's working um cool sometimes not all the time sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. I've actually I've, I've dropped I've lost some weight which I wasn't really expecting to do um uh so that's you know encouraging too um uh so, and, and I and I also had one small win of that <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous and I feel like so crazy for even saying this but I I've mentioned before that I haven't had sugar in five years 
And I actually like was gifted some maple syrup from a neighbor and I normally wouldn't have taken it, but I did take it. Cause I've like been intending, like, I'm going to start eating this. Like I'm going to be intentional about it. And I had a small amount the other day. So, um, and, and I didn't like, it didn't freak me out. So, um, you know, there are like a lot of little wins happening. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Just, cool. Like I'm so controlled that like, I just, I'm loosening my grip a little bit, but I just, I want to like, just loosen it all sometimes. Yeah, of course. Of course. But then part of you doesn't want to do that as well because that's not in your nature. So this is huge. This is really huge, Melissa, to have that, like then to notice the, the tiny wins like they've noticed that little bit of progress and like that's amazing like you've had like maple syrup and like assume it's still in your house and you've like hasn't all disappeared amazing yeah, I haven't like drank the whole thing so. you know yeah there hasn't been like this like maple syrup on your shoulder going hey come and eat me come and eat me come and eat me like so you like you're building evidence and you can have a like a calm relationship with sugar like this is huge yeah amazing cool so I guess it's like more it's like self-forgiveness for like yeah like I was with my brother and like it I didn't my my thinking wasn't as like clear and calm as I hoped it would be and I'm still learning yeah yeah and that's okay yeah yeah and it's also like this is an opportunity to like go okay well next time I'm going to see my brother I'm going to be with them like how do I want it to go? Like, what do I want my thinking to be like? Um, not like it was. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I'll have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to answer it right now, but it's just like, because that's the opportunity is to like, next time, okay, that didn't feel good of like getting, like having having a little tantrum in my head. <laughs> so how can I make it? And maybe the question to ask yourself is like, how can I make it feel easy? when I like the same as what Leslie was working on for her daily practice but like next time I'm meeting with my brother how can I like make it feel that this is easy for me so yeah I don't know the answer but uh, you know it's I'm something I'm willing to work on yeah yeah that's right like and yeah it'll come like just and sometimes just sitting with that question like it'll come to you yeah yeah but I think like Philip Melissa like the yeah do you feel like the the work for you like at the moment is to just keep doing what you're doing and just keep making little intentional choices and and just slowly let those like let that grip go a little bit yeah yeah I think expecting myself to have a calm and peaceful head like in the midst of other people like in the midst of a holiday yeah Maybe is that a bit, was too much, yeah. yeah that's right so yeah like so just and know that like this is like and it, maybe even equating it to yourself like like thinking about it in terms of okay me so my goal is to have a calm peaceful relationship with food and like thinking about like if if that was like me weighing like you know like 300 pounds and I wanted to lose weight like this is this big thing that I'm carrying around and I'm not going to like go from 300 pounds to like one whatever 150 pounds in a couple of months like it's going to take some time to adjust so you're like you changing that inner monologue is going to take some time to adjust and being like but so noticing when you are when you are making progress and noticing when you do and then the times that it doesn't feel great, just saying, using that as, okay, maybe there's something I can learn from that and just seeing it as a gradual thing that you're going to improve over time. Yeah. Yeah. That I believe. That you feel, yeah, so that feels believable. Yeah. Amazing. Excellent. Oh, good. Great, Melissa. So does that feel good for today or do you? Yeah, no, it, it does. Yeah. It, it, I, I feel, um, yeah, I, but I just keep seeing everybody else, you know, saying, okay, I had this setback, but here's what I'm doing still and like slowly making progress. And it's encouraging me to say, okay, like 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have them too. I'm going to have setbacks too. Yeah. But rather than your, your setback being a number going up on the scale, your setback is how you feel in your, and the way that like what the inner monologue feels like. So it's a little bit less tangible to track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And actually I'm wondering for you, Melissa, like just like in terms of tracking, like would it, do you think it might be helpful to track like how you're feeling about your relationship with food? Like just giving yourself a score out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. Just like do an experiment and see how that feels. Cause there's been times where I've been working on like a, um, like a feelings goal that I've had for my business about how I want to feel in my business rather than, than just having like numerical goals about, you know, number of people I want to help. And when I, when I'm working on a feelings goal, I, like set a set set the goal to feel like yeah eight out of, like my goal was to feel eight out of, eight out of ten and then every day I would just rate myself like how am I feeling and on a scale of one to ten and just track that over time and then I could see my average so then you can actually you get some you, like it's like someone's sharing this the graph of their weight going down you'll have a visual of your of how your mindset and how your feelings changing yeah would you do you think that would be like an every meal thing or like an end of the day kind of thing? I probably wouldn't. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably just do it, do it once a day or you could do it once a week just to check in, like whatever feels like good to you. Like, yeah. 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 Try that. yeah cool. And that's the same for everyone. Like if you're feeling like you need to, like you, we want like, you, cause tracking weight's one thing, but, but tracking how you feel about your relationship with food can be really helpful as well. So um, yeah, it could be something to experiment with. Amazing. Oh, great, great. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. How did you did you guys have any coaching you wanted? For those of you that are live on the call, will I delve into showing the coaching from the family? Good. Yeah. Sheila, did you have anything you wanted to? No? Okay. Cool. Well, I might screen share actually. <laughs> um so from circles so we can we've got it all we've all got it in front of us okay now i need to do zoom share screen sorry jules struggling yeah can i just ask just before you go into the next screen share yeah. can i just ask a question regarding the um you were talking about the tracking the relationship with food and if your goal was say eight and then every day you you track that if so the idea behind that is like if you're not reaching the eight then you're working out why or you're just trying to be objective about it and and like how how does how does that work because if you're not in a good headspace and you're constantly like doing fours and fives and things like that yeah you've got to work out why and therefore change it well, is that the idea or it's just well, yeah it's the tracking it's yeah it's helpful for that but it's also helpful to go oh okay but maybe like so it's just to give you some more objective data so maybe you start out and you're like the relationship with food is like it's really traumatic in your head and it's like you feel crap all the time and you just the most you can give yourself is a one so you might start out first few weeks you're doing one 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 and then you're like so you know that longer term you want to get to an eight but not every day you're going oh I'm still at a one I should be at an eight like you're like (laughs) oh no okay I'm at a one okay cool and then you just get some data and, and then maybe you have a day where you're at a two and you go oh actually I feel like I'm at a two today. Like that's actually progress. And so you can, so the purpose of tracking can be to diagnose, like to see how far you are from where you want to be, but it can, it's actually generally more helpful to go, actually, this felt good today. Like what did I do differently Mm -hmm. and learn in like use it as learning in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) No, I'm glad you asked. Always good to ask questions, Emma. Um, okay. Now struggling. Shit's green. Amazing. Okay, yeah. So Mifanui had posted this, and I will, for those of you that listen to the um to the like the pod- podcast, I thought I'd I'd read read through this because it's it was a really great coaching post. Um 
And she said, I'm really struggling to get that number on the scale down. And actually, just for some context, Fanry was one of the original founding members of the Naturally Healthy Club. So she's been here for a few years. <laughs> so shout out to my family for like perseverance and to keep going. So she said, um, I'm, yeah, I've worked a lot on the thoughts and I, and I use them a lot. I can find a way. I'm a thin person. This can be easy. I can weigh the weight I choose. But the number on the scale hovers around the same kilos up and a little and down a little. I feel like I'll never, ever lose weight. And seeing photos of myself makes me so angry with myself. And why can't I just get it together? The scale goes up and I'm really intentional and it goes down, but I don't seem to be able to get it to keep moving down. There's definitely something I don't do that I need to be doing. And all I can think is that um, I, I I do need to restrict a lot more than I do. I'm just eating too much. Then I get sad at the idea of eating a bit a lot less, and I don't feel a, and I don't feel I eat a lot and exercising more. Maybe this is just my weight. Am I overweight? I am an overweight, out of shape person, but with my energy levels and interests, it's normal. I hope there is a way to change, but is there really? Why haven't I figured this out yet? So couple of like there's a lot there's a lot in this and there's more to it actually but that so there's like why can't I get it together why haven't I figured it out yet like if when this is like normal in our human brains when we're not at where we want to be to ask ourselves these types of questions and there like there's a I think I learned this from Tim Ferriss like to get good like to solve problems it's like asking good questions is the first step so when we ask ourselves like why haven't I figured out this why am I so stupid why am I so fat why can't I get this together those questions like they just feel really demotivating and they don't help us and they get and you're asking your brain to tell you all the reasons why you're failing and that's like doesn't do anyone any good. So just notice for everyone, like when you, and like I do this all the time and when I'm in the river of misery, like it definitely, these thoughts come up. But what I do is I coach myself and I go, hang on. Like I let myself indulge in it for a while. And then, but then I'll be like, hang on, this isn't helpful. Like this is, this is me just like not enjoying myself. <laughs> so like notice when those thoughts come up and like, like just like let yourself like, like coach yourself in those moments and go, hang on, let's ask a better question. And the better question could just be like, hang on, this isn't helpful. What, yeah, what do I want here? And then like actually redirect the question to like remind yourself, okay, what do I want to do? Like, where do I want to get to? Like, let's stop, let, like, and having that more helpful question, that's going to bring up all the things in brain. Like, yeah, I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to be a naturally thin person. As my family, that's her word, thin. Like, I don't like it. But anyway, that like that resonates for her. Um, so yeah, like just that was first, first thing I wanted to point out for everyone is like our brains do this and it's important to catch it and redirect them to where do I want to be? Like, what do I want this to be like? And that's like, it's a really easy reframe, but it gives you a completely different thought process that you go, go down and you'll feel in a completely different way. Um, then she said, and I'll, co I'll coach more on what to do with this as well. Um, then, but I'll just finish what my family said. Then I, and then she said, I, I see thin women and they eat less than me socially. They drink more usually or the ones around me do and they exercise more. I like to read and stay home and chat and bake and cook. <laughs> this is probably me and my shape. It feels defeatist, which you can imagine if you're thinking that, it does feel defeatist. And then she said, I know how, um, I know it, I know it does, and part of me is ashamed of writing all this, but you have always encouraged us to reach out for coaching jewels. So then she and then she said, What's good? And which so really, which is great. And then a bit she said, What's good? I weigh myself every day. My weight is stable. I can stop it going up and up and up and up. My blood sugar levels are much better. So my family's a diabetic. I'm playing with not feeling stuffed and I'm getting better why does the scale not go down? So <laughs> another one of those sneaky weasel questions that's not helpful, right? Um, so rather than that, like why does the scale not go down? Let's turn that around. And so I actually broke it down from my family and um, into the coaching. And first was like celebrating what is working. So remember, like it's great that she had like this big like, like struggle post but she was still able to like in the, at the end of it, 
add in so actually there are some good things here so I really wanted to celebrate her for that she said what's good I weigh myself every day so she she'd said those things that are great and notice like and I like my first coaching was said to like notice that she's the one that's doing that like other people that are in that situation where the weight's not moving could just forget about weighing themselves and just like just completely pack in the towel but she's not she's like persevering even though she's been at this for a long time and and also like that she's noticed like her weight's actually stable like that's amazing like she's not restricting she's enjoying food like that's that's really great and then the second thing is to stop the compare and despair and I mentioned this at the beginning of the call but this is so important whenever we're making any changes like and like whenever you notice yourself comparing yourself to other people and, it, and feeling crap because of the comparison if you're comparing and you feel like I'm so much better than them like actually that doesn't generally doesn't feel good either but yeah so comparing ourselves to others is a natural human instinct but it, it's really destructive and really unhelpful when we're trying to change and particularly with weight because like you have friends or people that you know socially like you see what they eat socially you've got no idea you're not with them 24 7 you've got no idea what they're eating the rest of the time and whether like maybe they're not eating anything or you don't know if they're like what's going on for them or you don't know like all those things on the appetite list like their gut health could be like maybe they've got really bad diarrhea and they're like like that's a big problem for them so they're not absorbing things like there's so many factors that can go, go into it so comparing ourselves to other people is just not helpful so just don't do it um so we stop comparing despair and when you notice yourself have compassion for yourself like of course this is hard and of course I'm comparing but it's not helpful okay what can I focus on I can focus on me and my journey and what I want so again bringing it back to hang on okay that's them this is me what do I want where do I want to get to and like shift from feeling disempowered and hopeless into like this empowered empowered place third thing I said was don't change your exercise unless you feel inspired to so research on this is really clear that increasing exercise doesn't result in weight loss there's a million reasons to exercise and if you want to exercise more for all the other health benefits and because it just feels good <laughs> then do it <laughs> but not because you're wanting to move the scale because it's that's that's not going to be helpful and I, I think like recognizing that can be if you're someone who doesn't naturally isn't inclined to exercise is a is a very that, that's a can be an empowering thing it's like no I'm not going to exercise more because yeah you want to do that fourth is um you don't need to restrict. So if you remember the family had said like the scale's not moving, oh, I need to restrict a lot more. And that's not the problem. Restricting isn't the solution because if it was, then we wouldn't naturally healthy club wouldn't be here and the diet industry would just be, the diet industry wouldn't exist because we all would have just restricted and then everyone would be out there ideal, ideal weight and like there would be no problem. <laughs> so we know that restriction doesn't work and that's not the solution. So yeah, you don't need to restrict. So you can, and so that sadness that she was feeling about, oh, I have to, um, I'm going to have to restrict. I'm going to miss out on eating, eating. I'm going to have to eat a lot less. Like there's no need to feel any of that sadness because, and actually the restriction's not going to help. And then the next thing she, um, I'd said was just to focus, like to choose one thing to focus on. And so like at the beginning, my family had said like, she'd mentioned like the scale when she's really on those days when she's intentional the scale goes down and then like when she's not intentional the scale goes up so all all she really needs to do is just tweak this one thing about being more intentional and having more of those intentional moments like the um the kit kat or the snickers bar moment where you she's making choices that feel good and not denying herself and the more so it's like like this is it just like stringing more of those moments together is what's going to get the scale to move and to keep moving and like and so the more but and also like that being said like it doesn't have to be perfect there'll be days where you still uh, have a like an emotional eating day and, and eat more than you need to and that's totally oh, you graze and you don't eat intentionally and that's totally fine like that's going to happen but what we want to do is just like when that happens, learn from those lessons, but get back to, okay, I want to be intentional and just keep going like that. And the other thing is um, is being intentional from the place of kindness, like not being intentional from this place of like I'm a bad person and I need to be mean to myself from this place of this is what I want. I want to be intentional. Like I don't want to just be eating random stuff all the time and feeling gross. I want to get the best of both worlds. 
Um, so that was like the gist of it. And actually my family had posted a follow-up after that I'd given her that coaching. And she said, Jules, thanks for the coaching. I need to string the intentional days together in a longer string. The scale is moving in the right, in the right direction despite what feels like a bit too much eating. There has been almost no snacking though and this was a semi-intentional goal I was playing with. So slowly, slowly that thinner intentional eater is emerging. So there we go, happy like happy progress report and just see how like that one thing of like focusing on not grazing, if you are going to have snacks, being intentional about them like and that's all there is to getting that scale to move. So there we go. Beautiful. We're at time for today. So uh, stop screen share. Where are you? Oh, I can't find it. Okay. <laughs> we might be stuck in the screen share for here we are. Stop from down the bottom. Stop share. Amazing. Okay. So that was it for this week. So everyone, home play, just focus. Just think about the process and just choose one thing to focus on this week. So whether that's being like my family and setting that intentional, I'm not going to have any random snacks. I'm only going to be, I'm going to be intentional with my snacking or I'm not going to graze. Like I'm going to, or maybe you're going to be like Leslie and just focus on doing your daily practice. Or maybe you're going to be focusing on listening to your tummy at meals times. doesn't matter what it is, but just choose one thing to focus on this week and share a tiny win in the group. Okay. Have a beautiful week, everyone. If you can come to the pop-up call, that'd be great. Otherwise I will see you guys next week. Same time, same back channel. <laughs> okay. Bye everyone.